0: Today's message is, your physical obedience releases the supernatural of God. Could you repeat with me? Your physical obedience releases the supernatural of God. As we entered in a new year and and a new season, we are entering in a new year and also in a new season. Do you believe? A new season God has for your life. And when we are starting a a new season, our heart should be full of expectation. And I want to ask you, how is your heart? What are you expecting? If you are expecting nothing, do you know what we are going to receive? (laughs) Then, if your heart is not full of expectation, I'm sorry. This is what you are going to receive. And we must get ready for all the greater things that God has in store for us. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. As we do every year here in this church, we must start the year off by placing God first. Amen? Every year, we call the church, let's put God first. And this is how we are going to start. And today I want to encourage all of you to start our annual 21-day fasting from the 8th to 28th of January. Are, are we together? Yes. Are, are, we, are you with me? Yes. Hallelujah. Did you know That when you fast, you partner up with God. Did you know? When you are fasting, we are partnering with God. And God wishes you to have a divine partnership with us, especially in fasting and prayer. And these 21 days, I want to challenge you, because we must pray daily for our families, our lives, and his purpose on earth. Do you know what fasting is? Do you know what fasting is? Fasting is a powerful spiritual discipline that aligns our heart more closely with the heart of God and empower us to have a breakthrough In some very specific areas. Do we have some specific areas in your life that you need a miracle? Do you have it? Then, this is why you have to fast. When we fast, miracles happen. Strongholds are broken and God liberates us from prisons. Did you know that? Through fasting, our vision shifts, and God is able to release His power over our lives. And also, I wanted to challenge you all—not only to change food. Because some people they say, "Pastor, I am fasting." But they only change food. They don't eat uh, rice, but they eat, they don't eat meat. But they are eating a lot of other things, and their belly are always full. <laughs> Sorry, this is not fasting. Yeah, this is a kind of. But uh, I want you also to to call you to to have a, f- a period of fasting without any kind of food. Because do you know what fasting is? A business of food. Are you with me? What fasting is? A business of food. Not just to change. Because some people don't eat one thing, but they eat a lot. And sorry, there is no fasting. But uh, there is this the change. And what can fasting do in our lives? Do you know? I'm going to, I wrote down some things here that f- what fasting will do if you fast. Amen? Would you like to know? First, fasting calls us to seek and see vertical solutions to horizontal issues. Did you get what I say? You are going to see vertical Vertical solutions with God through your horizontal issues or problems. Also, fasting, going without food and seeking God, is a hunger strike against hell. Yeah, when you fast, you are going against hell. And all power of Satan that's trying to destroy your life, your family, your health. This is what fasting does. Are you with me? Also, fasting will fast track your prayers. Fasting, you break the yoke of bondages. Do you have some bondages? in your life, some kind of sins, something that you have, you want to overcome, fast. Fasting will release God's power and will bring about His supernatural. Hmm. Faster you bring divine wisdom to life's perplexing problems. Fasting will humble our hearts. <laughs> no one likes that. I'm going to repeat again. Fasting will humble our hearts and bring us to walk in new awareness of God's divine purpose in our lives. Fast brings about supernatural protection and miraculous Provisions. Do you want that? Fasting will give you renewed favor with people. Doors will be open because God will you're going to have the favor of people. People will help you. Amen. Because God will work in these people's heart. Fast brings heaven's answer and hell's defeat. Amen. Did, you, did you get what I say? Fasting brings un- heaven's answers and hell's defeat. Amen. Fasting makes all the difference. Amen. And now I'm going to talk what fasting does in the spiritual world. What happens in the unseen world when we fast and pray? Do you know what happened? Pay attention. There is a connection between our physical action when you are fasting and the spiritual power that is released through your fasting and prayer. There is a connection. When you are fasting physically, some spiritual power is released over your life. When you offer your body as a living sacrifice, God releases his favor. And during this time, or in the beginning of the year, God is calling you and me to his presence. Because this time of of fasting is not just stay without food. You are going to say, God, your presence is more important than food. You are going to say, God, you first. You are going to wake up in the morning and you are going to say, Tommy, my belly, you can wait. Because I want more of God. And when you put God first, your physical actions, you release the power of God over your life. Then, it's less of you and more of him. When you are fasting, you are saying, it's less of me and more of you. Would you like more of him? Then, less of you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. There is a time and strategic moment in our lives which God comes not only with demand, but with a challenge. Beloved brothers, this is not one obligation. This is not that you you have to do. No, this is not an obligation you are not going to be more saved if you fast oh this is a divine challenge and also is a sign of obedience pay attention what i'm going to say what you you do physically in obedience to god has repercussions in the spiritual world. Do you believe that? I'm going to repeat again. What you do physically with your body in obedience to God has repercussions in the spiritual world. And I want to show to you now what happens in the unseen world, in this spiritual realm. What happens when you fast And when you pray. Would you like to know? And I love. There is one story. A true story. In the book of Exodus. Because this story has profound lessons. To teach us today. In the book of Exodus chapter 17. There is this tremendous story. About prayer. Obedience. And the spiritual realm. And this story is the story of Moses and the Amalekites. How many of you have read this story of Moses and the Amalekites? Uh, Moses, Joshua, and the children of Israel was fighting against the Amalekites. And the Amalekites were their enemies, the enemies of Israel. And did you know that you have some enemies else? The story repeats again. We have enemies. And in this event in the Bible, God told to Moses, Moses, go up to the mountain and lift up Your hands towards heaven, God said to Moses. And God said, Joshua, you go to the battlefield. You go to fight against the Amalekites. And said, Moses, go up to the mountain and and keep your hands up uh, while Joshua is fighting. And God commanded that. And let's read Exodus 17, verse 11. Let's read all together, please. So it was when Moses held up his hand, that is Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek, hmm, interesting. Interesting. As long as Moses held up his hand, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites would start winning. And this is so important. As long as Moses held his hand up, as God told him to do, as long as he was in, physical obedience, he was winning the battle in the unseen world because of his physical obedience. (laughs) But I know sometimes we are happy with our hands up in prayer, but sometimes we get tired. Isn't it? Sometimes you get tired, and stop praying. And say okay I'm tired. And you put your hands down. What happened with the Israelites? When Moses had his hand down? <laughs> what, what happened with them? The Israelites? They losing. Why? Because Moses was tired. Only because he was tired. He said, okay, I'm tired. Do you know like that day that you come from job for your work? Oh, I'm so tired. Normally, the same thing happens with us. When Moses became weary and his hand began to come down, Israel would be defeated. And this is the point I want you to to teach you as long as he was in physical obedience, he was in in the battle in the unseen world. And this story is very important because it reinforces that physical obedience brings spiritual victory. What did I say? Physical obedience brings spiritual victory. And this is today's message. Your physical obedience will release supernat- the release the supernatural of God in your life. Amen. Amen? What will you release the supernatural of God in your life? What? Your physical obedience. Or there is a connection. Are you with me? Yes. There is a connection between what we do physically and what happens spiritually. This is so important. There is this connection. What you do physically here on earth and what happens spiritually over your family. Your your relatives. What we do here with our physical body makes a difference in what happens in the spiritual world. Angels were released in the battle when Moses raised his hand physically. Amen? Amen? Angels were released. If Moses' hands start coming down, the enemy started winning the battle. Remember that it was God that told Moses, Moses, keep your hands up. It was God that gave this orientation to him. God, God said to him, keep your hands up. And as soon as he was physically obeying God, the Israelites were winning. And when he stopped or put his hands down, the angels withdrew. The angels stopped working for him. Did you know? In that battle, it was the angels of God that were fighting for them. Yeah. It's not just Joshua and his soldiers. Because it was one spiritual battle. Moses was in intercession, in obedience to God, and they were winning. Or... Your prayers are going to strengthen the angels and they will enter in battle for you, for your family. But the point is, most of us, we are blind for the spiritual world. And also, we are sometimes lazy. Because we say, I don't need to do physical things, Pastor. I don't need. Pay attention to what I'm going to say now. It is your prayers, your prayers, your fasting, your life of worship, your faithfulness in tithes and offerings, your surrender, your consecration to God that will release the supernatural and the angels of God in your favor. Yeah. Malachi 3.10 speaks about that. Because God said, because of your obedience, and because of your faithfulness, when you bring your tithes and offerings, God said, I will rebook the diver or the enemy, in order, are you with me? God said, if you obey physically, I rebook the enemy. In order for not to eat what is yours. I'm going to read Malachi 3.10, just to, to show to you. Bring all the tithes in the storehouse, So there will be enough food in my temple. If you do it, says the Lord of heaven's armies. If you do physically what God said, I will open the windows of heavens over you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it. And what more he said? Try it. Put me to test. Hmm. And verse 11, what God said? I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, says the Lord of hosts. Wow. Blood, brothers, God said, Do something physically. Obey me. And he said, try me and test me. And he said, I will rebook the devourer. When you obey, God will rebook the enemy, the devourer, in your life. But unfortunately, some people say, oh, I don't have faith to give because I am receiving little. Or some people even say, Pastor, I don't give my tithe because I don't have enough. But the point is, are you with me? You don't give to God because you don't have or you don't have because you don't give. Did you get? I'm going to repeat again. You don't give to God because you don't have or you don't have. You are in this situation because you don't give. (laughs) Beloved brothers, I was in terrible circumstances in the past, but I never robbed God. Never, ever. Your Your obedience physically we opened the door and God said, I, ah, you rebuked the devil, the enemy. And the enemy is destroying you. Why? Because of, because you are not of your physical obedience. You, our physical obedience brings spiritual release. Can you speak with me? Our physical obedience brings spiritual release. The Bible is full of mentions of angels. But today we don't have much. We don't hear much about the angels. Have you heard about angels these, these days? Have you seen that angels are working, angels are doing things? Are you listening to that? In the modern church. People don't talk about supernatural things anymore. In the mother church, they're never just natural things. Why? Because of their physical actions. Let's read some Bible verses about the mentions of angels in the Bible. Hebrews 1.14. Follow me, please. Are not all angels ministering spirit sent to yeah. serve or to hand service to those who will inherit salvation? Mm. Hebrews 1, 7. And of the angels, he says, he makes his angels spirit and his ministers a flame of fire. Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and, and delivers them. Or the angels of the Lord are spirits who render service for those who have been saved. But do you remember that the angels were working because of the physic, physical actions of Moses? God said, I will release angels and they will be dispatched into the situation. It's how it happens. And the point is, as long as Moses obeyed God's commands, as long as he did what God told him to do, a physical act, the battle was won because of what he was doing physically. Are you with me? I I have something to say to you. Pay attention. Many defeats in our lives are not God's will. Many defeats in our lives are not God's will. They may have happened because of our lack of fasting, prayer, and faithfulness. Many defeats in many areas, different uh, areas. Some people say, I don't need to do anything to show That I love God. Because God knows my heart. And he knows that I love him. Have you heard that? I have heard. Some people say, Jesus did everything for me on the cross. I don't need to do anything more. I have heard. And some people say, oh, pastor, I don't need to do things. Because Jesus did everything for me. Hmm. I don't need to show that I love God because I love Him in my heart. <laughs> some people say that to me. I love God in my heart. I don't need to do anything to say. Some people say, I feel that I love the Lord and I worship Him all inside on my heart. And some people say, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to go to services, on Sunday service. I don't need to take part in the cell meeting, pastor. I don't need to fast. I don't need to pray to go to prayer meetings, because God knows everything. And God knows that I love him. (laughs) How many of you are married? Are you married? If you tell to your spouse, I love you on inside, but I don't need to prove with my actions. (laughs) What he or she are going to say to you? Huh? I love you, honey, just in my heart. (laughs) Trouble. Trouble? Huh? If you say that you love her, you have to put you have to give your credit card to her to prove your love. Yeah? Just say to your wife, I love you. Uh, prove it. <laughs> oh no, I love you with my heart. Yeah, huh? He or she are going to say, Do you really love me? Liar. (laughs) When you love, you serve. I love my wife. And sometimes, do you know how I show my love to her? Washing the dishes. Washing the dishes. Cleaning the house making the bed, and uh, yeah, and many (laughs) times, money, (laughs) my credit card, I say, darling, I want to change my iPhone, uh, then I say, let's pray together, (laughs) then I uh, I am very spiritual, I say, we need to pray, (laughs) because we need to pray and fast, because (laughs) we need a big miracle, agree with me, if you love you have to serve you have to do something physically don't say that you love God if you are not offering your service, if God is not first to you then you stay home and don't come to the service on Sunday and you stay at home, don't say that you love God, sorry then if you love God he has to be first in our lives In John 21, 15. John twenty one fifteen, Jesus asked to Peter, Peter, do you love me? What he said? Yes, what Jesus said? Are you with me? Look at me, please. Look at me. Jesus said, do you love me? Then, feed my sheep. Huh. If you love me, don't just say that you love. Do something physically. Get out of your house. Feed your sheep. Or do something Jesus said to him. Do you love Jesus? Are you with me again? Do you love Jesus? Off your body as a living sacrifice. Do you love Jesus? Invest your time in the kingdom of God. Do you love Jesus? Come to prayer meetings. Do you love Jesus? Take part in the cell meeting. Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Give back your tithes and offerings. We should express our love to God with our physical acts, can you say amen? amen, nowadays everything gets reduced down to feelings, and there is no more emphasis in physical obedience, everything is spiritual, but not anymore with physical obedience, God says, sometimes I demand of my people a physical act of obedience before I release a spiritual reward. Hallelujah. Then there is a connection between the physical action here and the spiritual power that is released because of it. Amen? There is this connection. Physical obedience releases help, protections, healing, miracles, and spiritual power. When you begin to fast and pray, you release God's supernatural power and forces of heaven. Fasting is an act of obedience and a way of humbling yourself. What is fast, fasting? What? Act of obedience and a way of humbling ourselves. And now, it, fasting is obedience, but it's a way that you humble yourself. Did you know that some people are proud and they don't even know it? You know, some people are proud, and they don't even know it. I think you uh, normally I used to say, pride is like bad breath. Everyone knows you have, except everyone knows that you are proud. How? The way that you speak, the way that you act physically. But you think, and then you start, like, saying, oh, I did something, I did something, I did, I did. Always you speak about the past, because you did in the past, but now, not anymore. Those who near you know about this bad breath, or this pride, Because people around us, they can smell our pride. People around us. Would you like to know if you have pride? Ask to your wife, to your husband, to your leader, to your pastor, to your parents. People around you, they know. Did you know that the first sin ever committed was because of pride? Yeah? Did you know that? The first sin after creation was pride. And what pride did? Pride God turned one angel into a devil. Yeah? According to the scripture, Lucifer was one archangel. And where where he was? In a holy place. In a high position. And because of his arrogance, he was cast out of there. Think about it. Pride can turn one angel into the devil. Pride also prevents us, prevents many people of entering in the kingdom of God. Also, pride can destroy your ministry. Pride. I'm going to repeat again. Pride can destroy your ministry, your calling, your spiritual life, and your financial life. And also your health. I don't want pride to get hold of me. I don't want pride in my life. And do you know b- why I'm fasting every year? Not every year. Do you know I fast every week? Not just once. But every week I'm fa- Do you know Why? Because I don't want pride in my life. It's not because I am the better here. Because I am afraid. I fear God and I don't want pride in my life. This is why I'm fasting. And if if we were to be honest, we would all have to say that there are times where we begin to feel self sufficient. Sometimes we feel that we are self-sufficient. I know how to do things. I don't need even to talk to my leaders or to people. I know how to do the things. This is pride. And that's why fasting is very powerful. It's so powerful. That's why in the beginning of this year, we are saying, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, fill me up again. I humble myself. To fast is to humble yourself. Would you like to humble yourself? We all have to humble ourselves. Humility is not putting yourself down. Humility is lifting Jesus up in your life. Humility is when the people look at you and see Jesus Christ. Then I challenge you to keep fasting and to keep your faith in these 21 days. Don't give up, please. Keep fasting. If you you cannot fast now, you are traveling, you are doing something, but you have to fast 21 days. And you have to be committed to this fasting. Also, I want to challenge you all that you to make fasting part of your routine. What did I say? Part of your routine. Why? Some people, they just fast on the, year. In, the in the In the Daniel fast, 21 days. No. Don't fast just on, once a year, but take every week and have a day of fasting. Every week. Ha- Since I'm born again, I have a day. I am fasting in the week. Or not just one day, but sometimes two days or three days a week. Please, you need to have a day of the week of fasting. In the same way that we tithe, this is important. In the same way that we tithe, we give our tithes, we pray, we read the Bible daily, we have to fast frequently. Many people, their lives are not okay because they don't fast weekly. Remember that praying and fasting releases a spiritual action, releases the angel to work and to help you. Blood Brothers. When you start fasting, angels are released and the power of God starts to work in your life. Fasting is an act of obedience and it's a way of humbling yourself. Amen? Do you love Jesus? Then offer your body as a living sacrifice. This is what Paul the Apostle said. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. What that means? You are going to fast and you are not going to die. <laughs> yeah. I never see anyone dying from, from fasting. You are going to be healthier. You are going to lose weight. <laughs> I can guarantee you. If you fast this 21 days, you are going to lose 7 to 10 kilos. I guarantee every year. I don't need to fast too much. It's seven, ten kilos. I, lo- I lose every year. <laughs> but this is not the main benefit. There are we are fasting for spiritual benefits. But also you're going to be healthier and fit. <laughs> and the people say, wow, you are so nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you going to fast? <laughs> when I started my spiritual life, I was just a young man. And my pastor was fasting. And then he said, who is going to fast with me? I said, I'm going to fast, pastor. I said, okay, three days with just water. Three days, just water. I said, ooh, Okay. In the second day, I, I said, I'm going to die. <laughs> <gasps> God, I'm going to die. And then I went to my pastor. The second day, I said, Pastor, pray for me. I think I'm going to die. He looked at me, no, you're not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I fasted three days. Oh. And then things started to happen. Then people came to me. And then I was in front of some circumstance. People was possessed by demons. And then I just said, in Jesus' name, get out! And the people got free. Was set free. Quickly. And then I was praying for people who were sick. And then people getting healed. People from my family getting saved. When you start fasting, miracles start happening in our lives. And then I said, wow, this is so powerful. And then I start fasting, fasting more. Three days, five days with just water. Seven days, just water. Two weeks, just water. And fasting. When I born again, I was fasting 30 years ago. And the people said to me, are you crazy? Not eating food? You're going to (laughs) die. Nowadays, get your phone. Get your phone. And Google the benefit of fasting all the doctors are teaching people fast that you're gonna have better life intermittent fasting 24 hours not eating when I born again I was crazy and all the doctors now are teaching people to fast if you are sick start fasting you're gonna be healed The doctors are saying, but the Bible had said years ago, why God said the day of the atonement, everybody should fast, even the dogs and the animals, in the Old Testament. Why God gave a day to the people you are not going to eat? Because God is a terrible God. God knows if your body needs rest, your stomach needs rest also. I am here living in Ireland for 16 years, near 16 years. I never have been in a hospital. Never. And I know it's the grace of God, but also I am always fasting. Please, many Christians don't live anymore because there is no fear. People say, oh, Pastor, I love God in my heart. No! Physical obedience releases the power of God over your life. There is no obedience anymore, physical obedience. Just people say, I love you, come even to sing, I love you God, I love you God, or you, oh, I love God. No! Physical obedience brings the favor of God, brings miracles. Then I want to finish. How to start? this 21 days of fasting. How? How to start? Are you going to start the 21 days? How? First thing, writing down your fasting plan. What do you have to do today? What do you have to do today? Say to the person next to you, this is your job today, before you go to bed. Writing down is a good preparation. Why? If you don't write it down, tomorrow, what are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) You have no plans? You have no plans. You're going to do nothing. Write it down. You should determine how you you do it. You should determine how you are going to, to fast. How many days are you going to give up food, not to eat? During this period of 21 days. How many days in the week you are going to fast? How many meals are you going to fast? You have to? To write. You are going to fast. And when you are going to eat, what you are going to eat? Please, be sincere. Fast, and when you are going to eat, eat simple things. I know this is a sacrifice, Mm -hmm. but it's a living sacrifice. It's gonna make you fit, (laughs) but also is going to open the flow gates of heaven. Be sincere. And you need to write now. What kind of food do you give up? What exactly you are going to be allowed to eat? What? This is your homework, okay? You have to write, okay, I'm going to eat this kind of food, vegetables, fruits, water. I'm not going to drink coffee, sweets, anything. Everything that you really like, please, don't eat. Everything you really like. And then you're going to have a period of fasting, and when you're going to eat, eat simple we are going to fast food but also you should avoid the destruction what you should avoid? destruction what is destruction? what is distraction? What is distraction? Internet. Instagram internet yeah. Whatsapp series Netflix okay You are going to stop eating, but also in this time that you are not eating, you need to use your time to seek the Lord. You have to put something in that place. You are going to say, Lord, you are more important. If you stop food, not eating, but filling your heart with distraction. We're going to destroy this time. Sorry. Amen? Amen? You need to use your time wisely, avoiding social activities, and use your time with God, mainly in prayer. Amen? And then you are going to start reading the Bible in this time. Read your Bible. Spend time reading your Bible and praying. And fasting. No other distraction. Fourth, take time to listen to praise and worship. Pray as often as you can through the day. And get away from distractions as much as possible. And keep your heart and mad- mindset on seeking the face of God. Your physical obedience, you release the supernatural of God in your life. Amen. Physical obedience. And at the end of this fast, you will have the opportunity to share your miracles here in this church. Amen. Are you together? Are are we? Are you with me together in these twenty-one days of fasting? Amen. If you are, stand up, please. Don't move, please. Don't move right now. And stay quiet. Because now don't talk. I'm going to ask you, please close your eyes right now. We are starting new year, new season, and you have to prepare yourself for this new year. And on Monday, we are going to start these 21 days. And today, you are going to sit with your family, wife, and you are going to decide how many days you're going to fast, what you are going to eat. And also, you are going to write down all the goals. Why are you fasting? For your health, for your finances, for your spiritual life, for revelation, for miracles, for salvation of your family. Why are you fasting? Then you have to have your goals. And you are going to write everything. And if your eyes closed right now, let's pray this prayer with me, after me. Pray and say, Lord, thank you for this day. I believe that you have the best for my life. I want to give my life to you today. And I want to offer my body as a living sacrifice to you in these 21 days. Lord, I want you to awake me because I want to be changed and transformed. I want to be thirsty for you I want to be hungry for you, Lord. Just, I desire delicious food. I want to desire you, Lord. I want to desire your word. I want to desire your presence. I want to crave for this time of prayer. Lord, I come before you and I pray for these 21 days of fasting. I want to offer my life and to offer my body as a living sacrifice. Touch me. I want you to move me. I want you to be moved out from my comfort zone. I want you to make me hungry. Align me to your divine purpose. May this year be a year of breakthrough. I hear that mighty things are going to happen. Visit my family. Visit my relatives. Save all my family. I declare all my family will be saved and they will serve you. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give ourselves to you in fasting and prayer and, and and seeking our face and to humble ourselves before you break us. I am asking you visit me. Visit my church. Visit Shalom Ministry. Revive this ministry. Revive our lives. Revive our families. God, I need you. In this year. God, I need you. I'm hungry for you. More of you. And less of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. And we declare we will see the glory and the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah.